What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the first episode of the COVID conundrum. That's a pretty funny name. We should call it that. I'm just joking. Don't call it that. That's fucking stupid. Listen, guys, I've been gone for like six months, seven months. You thought I was dead. I thought I was dead. (laughs) I'm just joking. We're back. Hello. Welcome, all new listeners. How you guys been? Did you guys live through COVID? I don't want to turn this into a political podcast because it's just for the bipolar bits, bits, bits people. You're having trouble? Hmm? Yeah, I'll bet a bunch of you guys had a lot of trouble with this shit, huh? What should we talk about? Mm, so much to catch on, catch up on. It has literally been like seven months. Let me check. Uh, let me check the post here. We're going to go back. I'm going on my phone right now. Uh, I have this uh, program. You'd think I'd fucking do more, man. I got this shit like uh, <clears throat> here all the time. So our last episode, your your latest episode, was in December 12th. It's been a while. Like, uh, you see there's no consistency here. <sighs> it, You know, it's a drag because I really don't like talking about all this. I mean, it's hard to ignore that you're fucked up. When you constantly get on every night to talk to strangers who are probably, like, sitting in their bathtub drinking, like, wine from a box while they listen to this. Eating Oreos. I want to live vicariously through all of you. (laughs) I hope you guys were all in good spirits. I hope none of you were affected by COVID, truly, because that fucking sucks. Um... I don't want to make it political, but listen, (laughs) never mind. Let's focus. So I leave uh, in December, December. What happened in December? December was fucking insane. Uh, I had a boss, my boss. It was a stressful job that I was at because it wasn't a hard job. It it was the people, right? It was like uh, almost fucking tilting. Like it was kind of okay at first. Uh, I worked this job for like a year and we haven't talked about it a lot or maybe I have. I never listened to my own episodes, but eventually I'll get back to it because I don't work there anymore. So this is all just it's just been so crazy, Uh, like bullshit. You know, everybody, everybody shit's going crazy, though. I'd love to hear some of your guys' stories. Listen, if you want to email me, I'm being legit. I'll even write you back if you don't send me weird pictures. Okay, whoever keeps sending me pictures of their toes, bro, you got to shave your toes and. I don't know. Go go pay money for some little Asian lady to fix that shit. I promise you they know what they're doing. So listen, back in December, I was having some trouble with a boss because he was stressing me out a little bit, right? I'd come into work, he was angry and he'd go off and he'd be shouting racial slurs about people and this and that. And that was okay, you know. It's not on me, you know. Um he did ask me once if I liked jungle music. Jungle Bunny music. And then he asked me once if I was a Puerto Rican who wanted to be black. So, I am not Puerto Rican. <clears throat> not that I don't love reggaeton and the Puerto Rican ladies, I do. In fact, I have a very deep, deep, profound soft spot for the Latina girls. But, of all types... But, but no, I'm not Puerto Rican. So, you know, that's the kind of person I was working under. Now, it wasn't so bad because you didn't really see this guy that much, right? 
He was kind of a work partner. Nice guy. Other than the deep set racism that was in his fucking, in his language, I guess. Whatever, man. It's not a big deal because it was good practice. I was dealing with this guy for about a year. Maybe, a yeah, about a year. Almost almost a year to date. Um, and so it was good practice for me because I get fucking pissed really easily. And it's tilting because, you know, I have a black little sister. I got an Asian little brother. got a couple of Asian little brothers. I got an Asian older brother. I got an older brother that likes to sniff pickles, you know. He likes dick. That's That's code for he's gay. And I don't. Dude, I don't care. I'll say whatever because of who I am, but it's 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 goofy when when somebody's saying it because they they're using the intent for that, right? It's not your best friend calling you a fucking butt munching carpet licker. It's like some dude like the dude straight asked me if <laughs> like I came into work listening to to music one day in my car and he heard it and he asked me that shit like, "Oh, bro, you like that Jungle Bunny music?" And I was like, "Oh, that's what we're doing. Anyways, so I was dealing with that. And it was really weird because it got to the point where I didn't want to work with it. And it was really fucking tilting. <laughs> and I and I had I was contemplating speaking with uh, an above manager, right? Like going above this guy. And then it's weird because we're I'm working third shift and I get called at like eight in the fucking morning, man. I've just gone to sleep. And two hours later, my boss, my head boss is calling and he tells me, he's like, hey, man, your boss is quitting, but he's put you in for the job. And I'm like, what? What job? And the dude tells me, he's like, this guy is recommending you to be a manager of a site, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, man, that's fucking weird because... You just don't know with people, you know. So I get in charge of this site. And this is a kind of, not. it's not why I disappeared. Let's face facts. I really don't like talking about this shit. It's still hard to talk about because it's hard to do something that somebody else tells you you have to do. Nobody's telling me that I have to do this podcast, but they're telling you you're bipolar, right? I'm sure some of you guys out there are fucking pissed that somebody told you there's something wrong with you. That's just how it is. The minute... You can't tell somebody there's something wrong with them and then expect them not to go home for the rest of their fucking life and think about it all day. So I know, you know, you guys think about this if you're recently diagnosed or a loved one of yours is recently diagnosed. You know, think about that. If some guy who you think is quote unquote supposed to help you comes in and tells you there's a problem with you, you're not going to like it, right? So yes. So I'm dealing with this fucking crazy guy. I'm avoiding the podcast because... You know, I, I'm trying to work on my recovery. What can I really tell you guys about? You know, hey, my diet was good this week. Hey, I slept for 10 hours this week. Hey, I was up for two days this week. Who the fuck cares, bro? We're all on the same road. It doesn't really matter how you exercise is not going to be different for you than me. You must do the same steps, right? We all have to be the same fucking thing. So blah, blah, blah. Here we are eight months later, nine months later, whatever. So I take over this fucking site. He dipsets out. And then I have to bring in people to train. The first couple people they sent over were fucking retarded. Oh, I shouldn't say that word. That's mean. But they were dumber than fucking rocks. Okay? So those guys get punted out. Got to get rid of them. I get another guy in. Now this guy comes in 
and he's amazing. And I'll, I think I'm going to make an episode about this guy by myself, the Big J, the Little John, okay? I'm going to write that down. Little John. I'm going to write it right on my paper here, a little piece of scrap paper I got right here, okay? So we'll talk about that guy later, Little Johnny. Little Johnny comes through for about three months. Oh, excuse me. I'm not going to edit that out. I burped. So Little Johnny comes through for about maybe two and a half months, three months. I don't know, whatever. Mind you now, the job is changing because now I'm in charge. So now I can clean up some muck that he was messing up, you know, doing some more stuff. Now, what was really stressful about this guy in this job was that he is running the job the way he wants to. And how do I explain what that means? He only did what he wanted to do and nothing else mattered. How else can you fucking explain that? There, I said it, okay? Nice guy, but we're up there half-assing a job. He wants to keep it kosher. He's like, yo, man, don't fuck this up because, listen, it's easy and we don't want to have to do anything. Okay, I'm cool with that. You know, I spent some time supposed to be writing my book and, you know, writing my record. And eh, did I do that? I don't know. Might have got Netflix a little too much. Maybe. Maybe. I did. I did. Let's just, let's, that's what I was doing. Anyways, so this guy leaves. I dump this. I get this other guy. The guy's awesome. Training is like meeting in a 50 year old me. It's kind of gross. Oh, shit. Is that what I'm going to turn out to be like? Well, that's a whole nother thought. I'm going to deal with that later. Uh, so then <laughs> I get Johnny. Now, Big J, Big J, Little John, he decides to dip set. He gets another job making more money. He's there for like two and a half months. It's totally cool. I end up having a homie come through who I was working with, and she... Like, needed a new job, needed a new life, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yo, bro, you could come through and, uh, you know, I got space. I got a job here. So the homie throw comes through, comes over from another fucking state for this job. And I'm like, yo, we get 70 hours, 80 hours, 110 hours. That's maybe not 110, but... That's why I was gone a lot, because I worked six, seven days a week uh, all the time. No, I worked six days a week? Six days a week all the time. No, seven days a week. Yeah, I don't know. There's no excuse. Either way, um, I'm working a lot, doing a lot of overtime. The homie comes through from another state, moves in, blah, blah, blah. We're Gucci for like two weeks, and then things start happening, like COVID. And all of a sudden... I'm getting a clicking noise. I don't know if I like that. All of a sudden, our hours get chopped. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. So they chop them a little bit. We lose a couple of days a week. Whatever. Well, no, first they started doing the whole, we don't need you today. We don't need you today for weeks, right? Sending us home, telling us, calling us not to come in for work two, three, four days at a time. Uh, and then all of a sudden... They chop us down to nothing. I go from working six, seven days a week to working three. And I'm like, oh, shit. Now, mind you, I've got this new partner, homie, that came through. And I wanted to tell her because I'm like, uh, huh. I promised this person job. I promised this person hours. 
I'm having to manage them, having to train them. Now, again, we do all this training and then all of a sudden our hours get chopped. So how is this person supposed to train at this facility? You expect this person to learn when now we don't have any more training hours and I train this person and then the person takes two weeks fucking off and they got to come back and redo the job. So it was a little bit of a, a little bit of a mess to say the least. Then what gets even worse is this guy, this fucking chode. And I hate to use that word, but he's a fucking piece of shit. My friend, he pulls us in and decides he's going to tell us to do all kinds of weird shit, right? Wants us to go full fucking narco Amazon, go in there, find out who's doing drugs, who's throwing this here, who's leaving fucking alcohol bottles all over this site, you know, fucking find out who's fucking in their cars, blah, 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 blah. I don't know what to do. So I'm like, okay, cool, bro. I'll do whatever you say. Just give me my hours back. Now the dude's fucking telling us for three months at the beginning of COVID, hey, you're going to get your hours back. And, uh, you know, just just chill. Just wait. Hold fast. Right? I'm like, okay. So that's what we do. Now I have my partner fucking sitting there waiting for hours. We're both waiting for hours. Things start getting hairy carry. The savings just starts depleting. Now, mind you, this is all while everyone else is going on unemployment and collecting that other $600. So I'm thinking like, man, I want to do that. But at the same time, we have a job. I want the hours to come back. I make overtime. We're the only place. We're one of the few places that are still open during COVID. We stayed open the entire time, quote unquote, essential workers. And so there we are dealing with all this crap. <laughs> uh, it gets super weird when he asks us to start ratting on people. And when they start doing these temperatures, that's when it gets super goofy. They ask us to come in three times a day for an hour, three times a day to pick up hours. So you want me to drive 30 minutes to work an hour, then drive home three times a day, spaced out at six hours ahead or something like that. First, second and third shifts, whatever. And so me and my partner, we're dividing these days up. We're trying to make, make ends meet, blah, 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 blah. It finally gets so bad that we're like, look, we're, our savings are done. You guys got to make a choice. We call our company. We're like, look, you guys got to renegotiate this contract, blah, blah, blah. Then we hear they don't even have a contract. It's not contract. It's due to hours, and that's why they can do this to us. Okay, fine. They need to fix it or we're leaving. We wait a few more weeks like this. <laughs> then I'm at work. I hear this crazy shit about how the guy who's in charge of us who's our liaison, fucked his way into this office after getting busted from smoking weed at the place. He's the safety officer, mind you. And yeah, it was a fucking fiasco. And I'm like, no, we're done. Because now we found drugs, we found alcohol, and to my dismay, just joking, I knew they were doing it. The homies are carrying guns up here. Now, you wouldn't think it was that bad, but we had to Narcan some fucking Narcon, whatever the fuck it's called. I didn't do it. We had two people pass out from drugs, multiple people passing out from fucking using uh, or drinking. Right. And then we get confirmed that these dudes are carrying guns around this place. And I'm like, yeah, we're good. So we left. That was the end of the game. <sighs> that is in a nutshell how it went down and how it's been. Now, as far as COVID, though, I had no problems with what was going on with COVID. I understood it. I get it. They're trying to stop this and all this other crap. But then three, four, five months have gone by and nothing's happening. They're not changing anything. You know, I know everyone's dealing with this in different parts of your area, 
But here, nothing was really that crazy. Other than, well, nothing really. That's what's so fucking weird about it. So here I am going three and a half months, no money, losing all my savings. I got a decent partner, though. You know, my family's doing great. I'm enjoying seeing my family. Uh, Excuse me. I'm enjoying spending time with my family. And, you know, it's it's nice to be home with them. You know, that's that's one of the blessings of quote unquote COVID, right? Is that we all got to stay home with our family. So that therapy really helped. I think that really helped getting me through that. It was nice to have a break. I just done a year doing 65, you know, 55 hours a week to down to almost nothing. It was a nice break. Uh, I'm at the end, end of my ropes now. I haven't paid a fucking bill in three months or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. I don't care. I'm back for you guys. Guys, if you want to write me, Chasing Aces. Oh, shit. Chasing Aces. Chasing, C-H-A-S-I-N, A-C-E-S, the number five at gmail.com. If you have bipolar questions or whatever, man. I still get random emails from some people. Um, a lot of people listen to the old episodes and they like write me and ask me about it or tell me their, their crazy stories. I have some more stories. Oh, some people have written and the stories are vibrant. Vibrant is the word that I'm going to put there. Anyways, mm, I'm back. No, 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 no. Just kidding. I hope you guys are okay. That's what I've been doing, though, for the last whatever eight months. Recovery is still good. I'm still trying to learn how to eat breakfast. I often forget, although with all the training, like all the recovery stuff that I did before from originally like waking up, eating that breakfast every fucking day, I think my body's adjusted to know now because now I'm hungry all the fucking time. I also went back to some of my old friends and started powerlifting again. Even got my boy going. It's pretty cool. It's awesome to watch him be up there and watch him get coached by these pro guys who, well, pro guy who, you know, they're competition level dudes. So it's been fucking sweet hanging out with him up there. Uh, Been playing lots of music, working on music, uh, you know, a bit. I don't want to lie. Just a little bit here nor there. Here, Here or there. Here and there. Here and there. Whatever. Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. My mental state was great. Everything was good until I started hearing about all this crazy shit about Hollywood and watching Scratch and Sniff Joe Biden. That's fucking weird. Which, by the way, since I've watched Scratch and Sniff Joe Biden, I have to go watch Orange Face Trump. That's also weird because I really don't care about politics. I don't have fucking time for that. Doesn't bother me as long as it's not hitting my doorstep. But with the new mask mandates from where I'm at and all this other shit, now it's hitting my doorstep. So I was good through COVID until that. And then I kind of started having more meltdowns. The stress levels have gone up now with the money running out. So the dreams are back. It's uncontrollable, even without, even with uh, medicine. Oh, speaking of which, I'm going to have to do a whole other episode on this, but we're going to talk medicine. Uh, on a different episode. This is just a catch-up episode, which, yes, I know every three episodes is a fucking catch-up episode, but, bro, do you really want me to make you an episode and tell you about the three pounds that I lost from Sunday to fucking Friday? 
I just can't do it. It's boring. Fuck, even this bores me. Nobody's listening. Don't listen. Turn this off right now. Did you make it this far? You're 20 minutes in. If you turn it off now, you'll be fine. I'm just kidding. Tell your mom to come and listen. Somebody write me an email. I'm sad. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not sad. But you can write me an email if you're sad. And mm, so I've been coaching my friend who came from far away, who's my partner. Uh, my biz, not business partner. Um, was my work partner. Uh, I was helping her. Interesting character. I recently met two new people who have a very unique relationship. And when I say unique, I mean not that unique at all. They have a... It is a female who is bipolar and a male who is not. And the male is dragging the female (laughs) along for this ride even though the female agreed to play the game, the family game, and it's, it's, it's a mess for them. And it's funny because I knew these people were next door for like two years and I never met them. And then when I finally did, it was like this big explosion in my face. So I spent the last, it's been a good three months just observing these people. And I'm not, I'm not like, I don't watch them from my fucking window, dude. They invite me over, like they invite me over and I get to sit here and experience this relationship that, to my dismay, I have been involved in. I lived what they are living now. So to watch them, to hear them fight, to hear them talk, to see how they disrespect each other, to see how they treat each other is fucking savage because I know that I did the same thing to my wife and it makes me feel pretty fucking terrible, man. You know, you got to be careful with how you treat people because uh, people, you don't realize um, what your words do to people, man. Words hurt. You know, it's true. It's true. It's fucking fluff, right? Listen. Listen. I will never admit this to anybody. But sticks and stones do hurt. No, wait, that's not right. Sticks and stones break my bones, but words may never... Whatever, dude. It fucking hurts. You gotta be careful. These people, you know, they try so fucking hard. And it's funny to watch them both because... One will say something. And it is their way of being nice. It is their way of telling these person, this other person, I love you. And the other one, oh, I just bumped my mic. The other one will get so fucking angry, man. And I'm like, oh, shit. How many times have I done that to my wife? I have another buddy who's younger than me. He's a silly cunt, you know, and he says stupid shit constantly. But there's one piece of advice that he's given me since I've started talking to him that I cannot get away from. And the one thing he told me once was that my wife is scared of me. I don't know if that's true, even though she tells me that, because I don't think I'm very scary. Um, But hey, our perceptions of ourselves are pretty much not worth a shit. Because the perception that you give yourself will be the most fucking biased opinion ever, right? Well, I don't do that. Well, I would never do that. Well, I've never fucking done that. Well, I've definitely done that. Yeah, I could do that. I can't tell you how many people I've met lately that have told me, yes, I can do that, and then didn't show up and couldn't do it. And there's no opposite to that. It's just, you know, people talk shit. So, and that's okay. Bipolar people... I'm not sure if this is true. 
because I'm not a doctor. But I hear bipolar people are super, I don't know what the word is, like cheeky. I don't know, dude. Either way, this dude, uh, this dude has become a very good friend of mine, and his wife reminds me of me, and it's scary as fuck. In fact, I just completely avoid her altogether, you know, a- out of respect anyways. You know, I wouldn't hang out with my dude's wife anyways. Uh, you know, it's not right. You know, I'm hanging out at your house when you're not home and shit like that. So it's cool. It works out for me because I'm like, yeah, dog, I'm just going to stay the fuck away until you're home. And it works out, you know, although now, mind you, we do know bipolar people are extremely paranoid and she has already ign- like made a comment towards us and saying, oh, well, this person won't come over because he doesn't like me. And it's like, it's not that I don't like you, bro. It's that you're not my friend. Like we're friends, but we're friends because I'm good friends with your husband. Oh my goodness. I burped. Oh, and then I hit the mic. Excuse me. But we're good friends because I'm friends with your husband. So it's inappropriate for me to hang out with you when your husband is not around. I personally believe, but because this person is bipolar and we're talking medicine, self medicine, medicating and all this other shit, you, uh, that paranoia is in there, man. I feel it too. I mean, I got friends that I hang out with all the time that I still wake up some days and I'm like, yo, is that motherfucker trying to kill me? Because that's how I feel. That's you. If you, if you're not aware of that, that little demon will get you. I've explained it multiple times in, in a lot of episodes, man. Being bipolar, it doesn't mean shit. It just means that your mood switch gets flipped without you knowing it. That's all. It's nothing special. It's nothing. Now, some people, that mood switch, though, you know, that goes from zero to 100 uh, instantly. And some people have it worse. But, you know, some people have anxiety worse. Some people have eating disorders worse. Some people have bulimia worse. Everybody's different, guys. Uh, So... You know, if you think you are bipolar, get help. If you have a friend who's bipolar and they just got diagnosed, recognize that they're going to need help. Uh, if you're trying to deal with somebody who's bipolar, recognize it's going to be different. Uh, the best way that you can. Uh, there's crazy shit going on in the world, guys. Crazy shit. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's been bothering me. My nightmares are fully back. Every time I think they're gone, sometime, somehow, they creep their way back into my shit. You know, I don't have weird nightmares anymore. I think in my early 20s, it was real fucked up stuff. A lot of gore and a lot of, a lot of people either dying or a lot of people trying to get me to die. Uh, that was really exhausting. I think because I've grown older... Or just because of the life that I'm into now or because this is the only focus that I have, which is like my family and my business. I think, uh, well, you know those stress dreams that you have where you're just immobile, you can't do anything. Everybody's had it, right? You're sitting there listening to some dude talk that you know you don't like. You're sitting there in a day and a time that you know it was a sore spot in your life, you know. (sighs) And it's like you're that you're that older adult, but you're in your, you know, your 10 year old body and and you can't stop whatever's going on, whatever traumatic experience it may or may not be, whatever, whoever's trying to hurt you, beat you up, fuck you up, and they can do whatever they want. And it's like, you know what you could be doing, but you can't. 
It doesn't matter how hard you try, you can't change it. You know, uh, those are the kinds of dreams that I have. Now they're even more different, though, because when I have dreams, it's like I'm off working by myself and my family's not there and I'm trying to find them. Um, yeah. I had one the other day that was just so savage. And for some reason, I woke up like to someone's choking. Like I could hear literally a... <coughs> Like somebody choking, like they were being choked. Anyways, it woke me out of a deep sleep, I think. But I was instantly stood up and just started screaming for my wife to give me a head count. Because I woke up, my eyes were blurry. You know, the sun, it, it was just like, it was weird. I woke up not knowing where I was. So the first thing I did was I screamed for my wife to give me a head count. You know, she gave me a full head count, you know, of all my kids. But... It might have been my dog choking. I don't know. He likes to chew his toys in the bo- at the ed- edge of the bed. And so I don't know what he w- I don't know what was going on, guys. All I know is I woke up fucking instantly and was freaked out that one of my kids was is, was was hurting. Anyways, that one put me down for the day. Like it was so savage because I'd been stuck up the night before for like 30 something hours and I couldn't sleep. My anxiety is just raging on. My blood is boiling. And then I wake up to that and it just put me down. I mean, this put me back like three days between the day I didn't sleep, the day I woke up to this dream and then trying to recover the next day. And it's fucking exhausting, man. Um, But I'm dreaming 24-7 again. That's not something I've experienced probably in six years, maybe. I don't know. Um, between all the therapy, the meditation, the eating healthier, the small bits of family, that shit had gone away, you know. We've come through a lot, you know, between getting robbed from multiple business partners, uh, having trouble with family members, uh, cutting off family members, uh, friends dying. Lots of good friends have died recently. Anyways, I don't want to talk anymore, so I'm going to go. I love all of you guys. I hope you're doing well. I hope none of you are starving. I hope this COVID shit didn't touch you. I really do. The world's crazy. If you're in a major city, man, stay away from this stuff. Stay away from the riots and the masses. Make sure you turn off the social media, guys. If you're if you're a bipolar person listening, figure out what your triggers are. That's what I've been working on lately is triggers. I guess that's a real thing. So This is Inhaled Mist from Bipolar Bits. I hope all of you guys are safe. I hope you're all doing well with your family. If you need anything, email me. It's always there. Hopefully this time I'll be around longer than every eight months. We'll see. Be safe, guys.